0: You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet Body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at Body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready? Well, you better get ready.
1: Bow to the Masters. Break it down! Hey, Ministry! how are you doing uh, thank you for joining us um it's been over a year <laughs> so for those 15 subscribers or so who have been there thank you for your patience Um we predicted wrestlemania 35 and wrestlemania 36 is gone so yeah um let's go with the formal introductions i'm the one aj anthony jordan i'm nico what okay well, how you doing bro
2: it's been a while hasn't it
1: on this platform, yes, those of the those fans who have listened to us and loyally listened to um the movie Matt Rushmore hey, it was just a couple of days ago, but to everyone else well, back. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's been a while. It has been a while. so should I take the lead on this? Um, we just Go want I put an apology out, is that? We we are wrestling fans, major wrestling fans, and we are podcasters, and we are guys who love entertainment. So we like to share these discussions where we can, but it just wasn't the right format. As much as we tried, we are like, it's there, but we felt very off the cuff. And as much as we're, none of our stuff is scripted by any means, you need some kind of a format. And that's what kind of held us back. But we think we've got something to bear with us on the rebirth episode of The Ministry, I think is the best way to put it.
2: Um, I mean, you you say we weren't happy with the format. I don't think we had a format.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It was very record and talk.
2: Let's be real. Um, uh, The One thing I'd also like to add is that the sound quality on this podcast probably isn't the best what you're hearing at the moment. The simple reason is, as I'm sure you can imagine, we're doing this across Skype because of little coronavirus pandemic. Um,
1: For those of you who listen to
2: the movie Matt Rushmore podcast, you will have known that You know, we've invested in brand new studio quality equipment. Thank you, Road, for that. And uh, we've got our mixers. We've got our professional mics. We're actually in the process of uh, planning to build our own studio uh, at the moment. But apologies that this relaunch doesn't come with the sound quality that you would hope for. But it's coming. Once this virus blows over, and I do say when, not if, we will be coming to you in much better quality. But we thought, you know what? while this virus is here we may as well take the opportunity to relaunch this bad boy
1: um, I mean, you, you have to don't you i mean okay it's not we okay we will kind of touch on mania but this is still like wrestlemania season it's one of the biggest times we've got the time to do it um it'd be crazy not to mm. really i think it'd be crazy not
2: to So no, definitely but i think the way we i think we've both agreed off off mic the way we're going to do this is that We were a little bit all over the place with our previous three episodes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) As we didn't have a format, we were kind of just recapping and predicting. Um, And we feel there's too many people doing that. So what we're actually going to be doing is we're just going to be bringing you episodic episodes. Funny that, episodic episodes. They're going to last like an hour each. And we're basically just going to cover news stories, I guess. Yeah, you stories and think pieces.
1: Put it this way: the stuff that you talk about between your friends, or the time you turn off the TV and be like, "What the hell was that?" We're thinking it too, so let's let's all talk it out. Yeah, let's talk it out. So, in fairness, um, the 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 big three that I think we're working on. Um, shall we do it in a kind of order?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so okay, I think if we're going to talk WrestleMania, let's talk cinematic matches. I think that's one way to. We'll we'll kick off with those. We'll be talking about. Yeah, then we'll talk about our good friend, Miss Rousey, and a bit of Scott Steiner and everything to do with the legitimacy of wrestling. And then, as Nico mentioned, our quality is not the greatest because there's a pandemic going on. Most stuff have shut down, the NFL shut down. And the XFL, I don't know if you heard this, Nick, has actually gone into bankruptcy after five weeks because... Predicted it a year ago. I mean, well, this one is, it was actually doing well, but just the finance of keeping everything funded with this pandemic, it just crushed them.
2: Oh, no one, no one <laughs> who follows American football slash football, if you're in the States, gave two hoots about the XFL.
1: OK, OK. The
2: NFL well, is, you know, I'm a huge, massive NFL fan, you know, but I couldn't give two
1: shits about the XFL. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, with all of that, appreciate it. <laughs> With all of that, football, whichever way you would call it, NFL or FA, both ways. They're all on lockdown. Everyone stopped. However, the WWE is still recording. So we will be discussing those topics and possibly more. Um, so let's, let's kick off with... Let, I'm just doing this in a bit of a chronological order, if you don't mind. And I will talk about WrestleMania 36 was different on many aspects. Uh, the first one with a zero attendance in the crowd. The first Historic. one spread over two days. So it, it had a lot to it. Um, some good, some bad. I, I, I was more of a fan of Night t- I think we were both more of a fan of Night 2 than Night 1. It's, a, I think, it's it's a funny one. I think th- there's, a, there's a part
2: of that that makes me, th- that obviously I'm going to react to is a yes on that. But I firmly believe that because by night two, we definitely got more used to Mania being crowdless. But I think I, there were some stunning matches on night one.
1: Don't get me wrong, but like that ladder match could have been so much more and I think the guys just didn't sell the way they could sell. Um, <laughs> There was a lot more to it. Whereas I think you take the opener of Charlotte versus Rhea, Perfect. so that, 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 that just tells you you don't need a crowd. That that could have yeah. been done any time, mm. and you know it's not halftime heat or anything else. That was just a madness that shows no crowd. Perfect. Perfect match. Had to turn the volume down though because it sounded a bit um interesting. <laughs> 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 but we'll get into that. <laughs> <sighs> we'll get into that. But so the the big highlight. I mean, as many people know, it's not the first. The Matt versus Jeff had it before in the compound. Um. The New Day took on the Wyatt and Matt took on Bray in this matches. But the two big ones were the Boneyard match of AJ Styles versus The Undertaker and the Firefly Fire Flanhouse. Both, both of which I loved. Right. OK, your thoughts on them. How, how do you see this? Because some people say this could be the future of wrestling and it also leads to something like us seeing The Undertaker versus Sting. What are your thoughts in general? Okay, let's do one at a time first. I think the
2: easier one to deal with here, in all honesty, is the Firefly Funhouse match.
1: Right, okay. Can Can I be honest? I I will hear your feedback, and then I'll give you mine on this. I think that match transcended wrestling,
2: and that's what had me so fascinated by it. There was there's no doubt that Bray Wyatt is an extremely creative wrestler and extremely creative writer character. And he's got a wrestling head on him and he certainly knows how to put the E in WWE. Right. Yeah. Now I I'm a massive John Cena fan always have been, always will be, um, I don't necessarily agree that we needed to see him as a bad guy. The same reason as you don't need to see Superman as a bad guy. I've always been a fan of Super Cena, the guy who fights the evil. I've never had an issue with that. He was just that guy. Is it nice to sometimes see the heroes go bad? Yeah, sure. But is it a necessity? No. Now, do I think that what Bray said in the build up to Mania 36 was, you know, six years ago, you took something from me. I remember watching that with you and your reaction was, yeah, he did. Um, (laughs) yeah you did did. but obviously the silver lining to that is that we got The Fiend as a result of that and the way that they built The Fiend as being partly created by what Cena took years ago I thought was very clever so I thought the way that it transcended being not being a match but yet still being valid was extremely clever because essentially it was a psychological assault that's what it was and that's not something you could actually credit wrestling with often. There are wrestlers who attack you on a psychological level, On you know, as far as kayfabe is concerned. Yeah, definitely. But this, even for fans, was like... I mean, I felt like my senses were being assaulted in a good way. Like, I... I Really good way. The way he went brought him through ruthless aggression, the way he had him being the doctor of thugonomics again and pointing out that he was a bully, the way that it could have been nice to see him in the NWO. So all of these things where you go, like, I remember that, I remember that, you're assaulting that, that could have been fun. But the thing I found so fucking clever, it was like a plot twist at the end of a movie, how it ended. Whereby you remember seeing a cut that promo going the most overhyped. Overprivileged wrestler, and then as Bray's choking him out, it's cutting back to that, and it's like he's making you not—he's making you physically choke on your words. <laughs> choke on your words here, and by highlighting every—you know—your career trajectory, what could have been versus what actually was. Not that the what was was bad. He's made potentially in some fans' eyes showing you up to be overhyped and overprivileged. I don't agree with that, but I completely get where fans come from when they think that. And I think to show it in a way where such a such a, you know, someone who, who eats the John Cena drinks the John Cena Kool-Aid to that level, to, because I'm the target demographic for this. I'm like the guy of, you know, Cena can do no wrong. Cena for me is like a perfect human being. I love the guy. But for someone who this shouldn't have appealed to, the fact that it still appealed to me going, Yep, I could have seen him in the NWO and yep, maybe he is a bit overhyped and overprivileged because he was that guy for 10 plus years and Bray made him eat that and I was just going, this is fucking genius, <laughs> I love everything
1: about this. So so a, a long-standing tradition for the past four or five years is that we would actually be watching Mania together, since you've come back is what we've done, and yes. um, this was over WhatsApp this time just because of, again, quarantine season. So I remember saying, "What the hell is this that I'm watching?" And it was quite a nightfall thought to myself. Please don't tell me he's falling asleep. But I could see you were so engrossed because the minute it finished, you were like, "Loved every second of it." And I I get it now. I I here's one thing that I think a lot of people have to appreciate because it's if we turned Cena heel, he actually wouldn't have been booed. He would have been cheered. I think what a lot of fans miss, what a lot of fans miss is that we know John Cena as the Doctor of Thugonomics. We know the well, guy's nice. got edge. Yeah, we know he's got edge, no pun intended. But what happens is, is that he was too squeaky clean. It's like, give us something. You can't be that squeaky clean. You, it, It's not who you are. You know, it's right. like seeing Shawn Michaels not being arrogant. It's like, come on, no, it's who you are. <laughs> like, Just give up, dude. It, it, we need that part. And I think that's what the fans really needed. Now, why was I torn with Firefly Funhouse? Because as much as it was great, I believe there are two things that scare me about this. One, we have the issue of that wasn't a match. I think that would have been the perfect vignette building up to a match. I think if those were a series of mind games that led to a match, I think you would have had a beauty, right? But what, and I'll tell you why this hurts me even more. If this is, and there has been a tweet by John that has led some people to believe this, Bro. If this is John Cena's retirement, John Cena's bowing, because we know he's near that point. He's he's more Hollywood than he is WWE, so it's, it's a guaranteed Daddy fact. Yeah. Now, if it was to say he hung up his boots, is that honestly the way you would want to say was the last time you saw John Cena in a ring? Bro, it, it, to yeah, me... There's, if, there's, if, there's Listen, there are certain wrestlers,
2: to answer that question, I think... It's never going to be live up to match expectations. You know, given what John Cena has done for the industry and for WWE as a business, my perfect sending off for him would be as Super Cena winning the title for the record time and retiring after the win. That's how I want to see him go out.
1: I, it's, it's a big one, it's a big one I, I believe just because I've of done it. The, leg- the goats, <laughs> The Stop. legacy and the respect That he has for Ric Flair, I think John himself Held back, he's like I could tie it, I won't Beat it, and I think there are guys Who are like Triple H, everyone thought oh, He's going to do it, when Triple H was on this madness of dropping a belt Just to pick it back up the next week Before he's the one who's going to do it, and he stopped And I think John has this, this respect For the industry, and the legacy Of all of that to be like, I can't be that guy and if you think of it, John, that guy. John is also the guy that when he took on the other guy we're going to be talking about in a bit, The Undertaker, he got he, he called out The Undertaker and got buried in seconds at Mania. It pissed us all off. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm saying. The last few times I have seen John Cena in the ring for a WrestleMania moment for the guy that can arguably be the GOAT. Everyone will argue about Cena, right? Everyone will boo Cena left and right. Ooh, but they left. know. No, but put it this way, bro. I know why it is. I I went to Raw Live after a Mania once, right? This was just after Wrestle. This is not too long after Eddie died, and he was feeding with Triple H. I want I, I I wanted to cheer the guy, but i I was so much of a Triple H fan I couldn't cheer him. But the thing is, is that you have this this part in you that you want to see John. You will cheer John Cena, and to think that his last two Mania matches. Think of it now, the same way you try to convince your missus check out wrestling for us to be like to the younger generation zany and onwards right oh for anyone wondering zany's my nephew he's he's the silver screen dude in the making (laughs) anyone watching that and i'll be like no check out john cena he was a legend and then you're going to show me him getting buried by the undertaker in one mania he came up with a very cool rap the mania after that and then he was in this thing where he's pumping weights and there's weird awkward music going on very much to a saturday morning cartoon show and then got choked out in a second. It's not the way I can see John go out. I can't. No, and that's where I'm like, these
2: are different topics though. That's if you prescribe to the belief that that was his final match. I,
1: I know, but I'm just saying he. I was, don't he was a, What he's he's I, I think he he was worth a bit more than that. I think it was perfect in a in a weekly vignette. I think could have built up to the match that would have been like he's got he's, in his head.
2: But I head think head. you're missing the point here. that I don't think this was about Cena. I think this is not.
1: It's not. It's redemption. This, it's called the it Firefly
2: Funhouse. It was a redemption match right. and it was a redemption match in line with The Fiend's character. I think what you're doing is you're getting your opinion skewed about what this is because of a tweet that's open,
1: open. for interpretation. Oh, no, no, like no. That. This was before the tweet. This was before the tweet. And more to the fact, I just believe if you really want to do The Fiend justice, let The Fiend take out the unstoppable. The same way we want to see The Fiend versus take what, her, what? Let's see him take her out.
2: Now I'm going to give you some real talk here. Do you remember when Stone Cold Steve Austin came back after the uh, the neck break, after being run, run over? Right? Yeah. Foley was the GM at the time. And I remember vividly Stone Cold saying, oh, you want to give me a match? Well, stop me again. This is a terrible Stone Cold <laughs> I'm going to stop this right now. <laughs> But I remember him getting in the ring and saying, oh, you want to give me a match when I can go over there and run him down again and again and again and again. That would be revenge. And that sort of thinking applies here. What's more powerful, a one, two, three against the guy who has basically robbed you of six years or an assault on the senses that shows up this man's entire career? that's revenge
1: uh, do you know i think there are parts i get but there are parts i don't get like when they were doing i think the saturday night main event one really still gets to me in a way that i just can't get my head around and then the other part is where you see bray like imitating bishop and stuff it was too team wise don't get me wrong i was cracking up and loving it you know me for the nwo i bleed that color funny enough for once i don't have the t-shirt on (laughs) recording but like i'm black and white or red and black no, no, no. N.W.A reunion. I can't split those guys, man. <laughs> I cannot split those guys. I will not split those guys. Um, no, but it was just like if if I'm a foe to you, I get it in a way at the beginning where it was like, and I suppose they kind of redeemed it. You know where he was rapping, and it's like, okay, you've taken over my senses. I can't talk normally. It has to be a rap. This part is like I'm seeing you, and I'm 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 cheering on with you all the time, and I needed to see a bit more of. John tried to get the punch, and essentially he did, which then led to...
0: You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meat body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one. Work out with us for 30 minutes. Feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. We're a body, and we call that a body block. Take the fourth week off, and then start again. Choose a new body block each month. Have fun. Avoid burnout. Reach your goals.
2: But You're not going to quit
1: on yourself today.
0: You win. Start a body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com.
1: The attack, which I can respect, but it was just too coerced, too too much of a team in something where you're you're meant to be against each other. If at each attempt I saw him trying to get the fiend or trying to get to Bray, it would have given me that bit more. But I, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. It was beautifully put together. But there was just something missing for me. <laughs>
2: Well, I think we've spoken about this long enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But that, that, that was just my point and my food for thought on it. It was like, me thinking we were going to get through that one quickly. No, <laughs> no chance. No chance. <laughs> Next one will actually go a bit quicker.
2: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've bought
1: Sting and all that in, nope. <laughs> no. Okay. But I mean, covering the actual match itself, that can be a few minutes. Um, it was the biker. Can we bury this
0: <laughs> up? <laughs> Out?
1: So, okay, I'm going to be honest. I didn't actually get a job. Part of it is to do with I'm not paying BT Sport that kind of money, so I kind of catch highlights a lot of the time. Now, when I caught The Undertaker's promo just ahead of this, I saw a leather jacket, but it was torso upwards. So I didn't realize that it was actually that's when a coat stopped and he was in jeans. So I was like, oh, it's a cross between dead man and biker. Then I saw a- <laughs> The
2: biker was always a cross of the dead man and biker. <laughs> He was great? a biker called the Undertaker. <laughs> he still buried people.
1: Well, that was only this one. This is of those, something
2: man. new. That, he rode in <laughs> a chopper, gave the birdie, and AJ Styles called him the American badass. That was the American badass. I,
1: but it's the biggest clash and cross between the two that we've ever seen. Honestly, that's the only. Re- I'm not here to argue on it. All oh, bald was when we had
2: the biggest clash.
1: No, no, because that was still dead, man. That was just full-on dead, man. That was just that was just dead, man. No, I've seen similar crosses, but this one, it what uh, if you if I if we started the match, I would have said yeah, badass paying paying homage to the dead man. However, he got thrown into a pit. <laughs> he then turned because up he he's buying... the Undertaker. Yes, yes, yes. But he then turned. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. This is the crossovers that we never saw from the biker. That's why I call it the mesh. You can't. Cause the biker never done those bits. The biker, for all intents, it's, it's like if Superman gave up his powers. That's what the biker was. Right? <laughs> it is that. You've been right now. I'm, I'm telling you, that's what it was. You can't see it any other way. And if he was a mesh,
2: why did the druids attack him?
1: People keep saying that it's not the first time druids have attacked him. I need to go back, but it's not the first time. I will. I will go back, and on our next episode, I will confirm this date for you guys because I have seen it before. But one pe- would believe that the
2: Druids would be on his side if he was the dead man. You were even, hang on, now I'm calling bullshit. Because you were even pitching to me the perfect handover match of Taker passing the torch to the Fiend and the way Taker ends his career is being carried out by the Druids.
1: Of course. I'm, the not I'm not denying that. So, okay, so you're going to tell me, okay, so your, your interpretation of this is that because he turned his back on the dark side, the Druids then came out to attack. Yes, fair enough. It's an interesting, interesting interpretation, which I can't overly argue with. But it <laughs> was there for a reason. He shot James and he teleported. He still had the dark side on him, which we've never ever seen from the Always
2: biker. had the dark side on him.
1: <laughs> he's the
2: Undertaker, <laughs> but he rode in on a bike. AJ actually called
1: him the American Badass. <laughs> like, what more do you need? Okay. The dead man doesn't do that. He doesn't flip the bird. <laughs> I <laughs> love how you said doesn't do that, and the only person who saw it was me. But yes, we are talking about flipping of the bird. Uh, that's not my biggest argument, and I I, I see it as a cross. Talking crush like the advice. Undertaker, like when he puts his oh, yeah, through sure, the window. Oh yeah, sure. God damn. It's yeah, like, no, for sorry, sure. dead man sure. doesn't do that. So speech,
2: bike, look, named behavior. What more do you need?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. He had a leather jacket <laughs> with the T. The logo with the T, the because the that logo and had become synonymous with the Undertaker. Not for the American banner, but anyway, dude, we're, we're arguing for <laughs> too long on a small point that doesn't bother me. I'm sure many people could be out to, bo- to be more bothered than I am. I'm just saying, I believe it was the best. Shout out to Sims. Leon. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Simsy will have <laughs> a lot to say on that one. A lot to say on that one. But he wasn't the biker. Well, he
2: came in on a bike.
1: I would never, I would never dispute that. It's more. ABA and dead man never will I didn't deny that. Never. he was. He, yeah, was he was more he was more but I just I see it as a cross. The match itself now for a man who's not so fond of the phenomenal one, what was your view?
2: I reckon it's a shame because all the. let's let's be real about my 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 mixed relationship with AJ Styles. Um, He's a great wrestler. I much prefer him as a heel. Yeah, because he's an annoying little schmuck. Um, <laughs> therefore, he makes a good heel, um, but he can whoop some ass. There's no doubt that he's got talent. There's a part of me that is sad that it went down like this because AJ might have been the one to give Taker his last great
1: match. Yeah, yeah, um, I I agree. I think I think something like a boneyard match was definitely made for someone more like Bray. Taker versus Buried of Boneyard match would have been the perfect thing. I believe AJ could have carried it beautifully in the ring. That is yeah. one thing um, I, I would never deny. Do you know what my biggest argument was with, with this? Because I think they shot it perfectly. It they did. gave us everything you they needed. They shot it like a, like a B movie, like a B yeah. horror movie,
2: which yeah. is what it needed to be.
1: Yeah. My argument was, <sighs> I don't know if I would I think when <sighs> we had a last man standing, which makes it difficult, it's easy to bury The Undertaker time and time again on any match. Mm-hmm. You can't bury an actual human being and expect him to come back. The only saving grace he has is that Gallows and Anderson were there to dig him out, probably in time. Like, yeah, has I,
2: AJ ever had some sort of no demonic thing going?
1: No, on? No, 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 no. It might have been easier if Finn Balor came along and got buried for him and came back as a demon. Like <laughs> that might have helped. Um, shout out to the Bullet Club on that one. But
2: that poor guy's being buried even more in NXT than he was
1: on the main roster. <laughs> Do you know what, he's doing alright though Because I think his main thing is to legitimise a few guys And get recognised, he's even turned up on NXT UK Like he's doing yeah, his bit, So it, it works Now, as we talked about Possibly giving The Undertaker His final good match And this isn't the way it should be It should have possibly gone Because we saw him ride off into the moonlight Which would have been very fitting for a dead man
2: There is talk you mean because that... it was a boneyard match that was happening at night Let it go
1: no, I'm just no, I'm just saying, dead man. is in, you wouldn't. Do, could you really imagine the, the Undertaker, irrelevant of which way you want to say it, riding off into the sunset? It just doesn't work. Riding off into the moonlight is more fitting. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> now, what my point is now, you it's agreed He has botched. We've all seen a classic match that we would have died to see before between him and Goldberg go horribly wrong. That yeah, should never have happened. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. Um, he got up, walked away, thankfully. But another man who can't get in the ring and deliver, as we would like to see, is Sting.
0: Now, some now, Sting has some...
1: This is it. This is it. What do you think of the potential of seeing a match, a cinematic match like that between these two? Waste of time.
2: I, I really don't have much to add to it. You know that there were two guys who kept me team wcw over team wwf as it was called at the time when we were growing up and i was the lone wolf on this because you shad yash were all team wwf right well, i know I you were, you were both cool. because you had the nwo connection but you were still like ah oh, but that's team wwf shit you were <laughs> cool. all about that and yeah. there were two guys who had fuck all to do with wwf who were my guys and that was Rey mysterio and Sting.
1: My friend, you really done a major injustice to Chris Jericho in that. But fair enough, I,
2: I will go you've got with you. Jericho, you've got Benoit. But I've, as I've told you recently, I have been going through the every single episode of Monday Night Show. Like, it's just something I'm doing at the moment to see that's the funny. rise and fall of the NWO. And I can tell you,
1: Jericho wasn't booked that well. Oh no, that's why he left. So, a hell of a talent and so a hell I would of
2: a... say yeah. that Jericho was one of the things that kept me team WCW. I loved him. I'll be real. I preferred Jericho in WWF.
1: Mm,
2: interesting. I did split. He didn't, I was split. Get, he didn't have enough to do in the WCW. Oh, he was, he was very... The WCW WCW. people don't talk about enough is Dean Malenko. Powerhouse.
1: Powerhouse in the room. Hey. I think he's
2: underrated all around. He is so underrated. Like the matches this man puts on, but anyway, we're going off on a weird tangent here. Um, Sting is one of the things that kept me more into WCW. I love the character. I love his interpretation of the crow. I love the way he was assaulting the NWO on a weekly basis. You never knew where he was coming from. He could be coming from the rafters, dropping down on a zip line. He'd be coming out the main entrance with the baseball bat. He could be doing an undertaker and coming out the ring. But I can tell you, the episode of Nitro I was just uh, watching, Monday Nitro that I was just watching, was um, the first time he comes out the ring. And I'm not going to lie. I saw that and I went, and this is a massive sting guy. I went, poor man's Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's I mean, just real. Like, there yeah. are some things that him coming out the ring, I don't think fitted the character. There is the little caveat of he could come from anywhere. I get that. But the coming out of the ring, that's an Undertaker thing for me. Maybe mm. a Kane thing, but it's very much an Undertaker thing for me.
1: No, I hear you. I agree. Now, my thing is, is that I would like to see the match, but yeah, we see have to be Scorpion Deathlock on The Undertaker at age 61. No. <laughs> these are the things, that like a Deathlock or a Death, a, score, a Stinger Splash, half of these stuff won't really work. The Death Drop could work, Deathlock maybe not. But here's the thing. If we're going to have this cinematic match, how many can you really have before they become a, a stale? You have to have them few and far between,
2: right? This, this, this is correct. And this is yeah. the question you were asking at the beginning of, um, should this be, become the Norman WWE? In short, my answer is no. And I'm sure right. you, you need
1: to, yeah you need to, you need to keep them few and far between to keep the magic alive. Now, if you're going to do that for every next match that The Undertaker is going to have, it will just deny the mystique of the potential fiend versus undertaker which would be the best way to have in a cinematic match 100 and i think that's the thing and i i really do hope as much as it's going to be something and i know aew is going to have their version very very soon because matt hardy is the creator of these kind of matches you've got to be very very careful of making it still yeah they're really cool and i have to be honest i haven't seen it i don't, I don't know if you had a chance to catch it gargano versus champa was meant to, it was cinematic but apparently in the ring and apparently it was a thing of beauty i don't know if you had a chance to catch that one
2: i I saw it but it was it it, it, i I think it's being blown up a bit too much it's not i think because of the history of those two wrestlers i think that elevated it but looking at it as a match is it gargano adam cole or velveteen dream alistair black
1: hell no And do you know what? Do you know what's one of the sad things behind that is that to rely on something like that, when there's no one with a real injury and you've got guys with real talent, you're actually denying them. Because let's go back to the first time they met when it was actually still a tag team, the CWC Cruiserweight Classic. They put on a clinic. They put on a clinic. And now we're relying on cinematic. Okay, as a climax, because we've seen everything else. Yeah, I get it. But be careful, guys. That is my word to anyone who's loving the cinematic and it's the way forward. It can get very stale very quickly.
2: It's not. It's wrestling. It's not B-movie.
1: No. And then this brings us to our next topic, really. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The legitimacy of this genre, I will call it, because some will argue it's sport and some will
2: not. Well, here we go. Sportsmen, they are athletes. It's not a sport.
1: Right. And I will agree because um, well, here's an argument I'm going to put out to you, which is very, very weak. And it's very much of a very
2: belief or playing devil's advocate.
1: Probably devil's advocate. Okay, I will go with devil's advocate, and I'm gonna, I'll put it out there to you now because I did actually defi- look up the definition of sport, and it's a team, you know, of physical fitness da, da 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 in a form of competition. Now, if you're gonna have predetermined, you can't have competition. Then I started to wonder if you look at it in a different way, and it's match per- versus match. Does that make it a competition as to who? It can means match, match versus, versus match. Versus... Okay, let's say Undertaker versus AJ versus the firefly funhouse who delivered the best form of comp uh, th- th- that was obviously the worst to go for let's say charlotte versus Rio versus. actually P- i think this is the perfect
2: thing to go for because it's further highlighting the <laughs> ball no, 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 obviously
1: that, that would be the the element but let's take the charlotte versus Rhea. let's take undertaker versus sean wikers at wrestlemania 25 right that is a form of competition in the fact of who could put on the best show in your sporting arena just the thought
2: that kind of crossed my mind show you right. literally said it yourself. It's a show. Who can put on the best show? It's like comparing Les Misérables to Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. It's like okay. comparing Marvel to DC. It's <laughs> it's entertainment, first and foremost. So here we go. Here Tom is Holland, him. he's a wonderful little Spider-Man, and he's a very good parkourer, and he's a very good gymnast, and he's a hell of a sportsman. Is Spider-Man a sport?
1: No. No, I'll give you that. Yeah? Okay, so... Here are the comments that sent the world into a frenzy from a Miss Ronda Rousey. I love the WWE. I had such a great time. I love all of the girls in the locker room running out there and having fake fights for fun. is just the best thing. I love choreography. I love acting. I love theater, live theater, and some of the last form and some of the last forms of live theater. But I was doing, but but I was doing basically part time and I was away from home 200 days out of the year. And when I did get home, I was so sleep deprived because you don't have time to lay down. So that's that was her thing. She she basically had a go at the WWE. Well, she called it fake fighting. And it I don't is. know Can we couple.
2: just not get butt hurt by that, please? It is fake fighting. Can <sighs> we stop? I, I know the F word fake is something that gets very, very sensitive to wrestling fans. I mean, but you're listening to a wrestling fan right here, guys massive wrestling fan i get shat on at work but by the woman i live with for christ's sake for liking wrestling like we we all as wrestling fans have to deal with that stigma of oh you like that fake shit the answer shouldn't be it's not fake the answer should be
1: yeah i do okay okay so i'm i'm gonna hit you with a reply that we got from little miss bliss (laughs) and then we can go that touch further right she goes, I don't, like people, I don't like when people use the F word. When people say fake because what we do is fake, Ronzi has. <laughs> she goes, because what we do is fake. Rousey has accomplished a lot in MMA. She came into our business and everyone was more than accommodating, more than wanting to see her succeed. It's kind of that thing where it's like, it's kind of that thing where it's like this is a two-person thing. Every match that we have, you're only as good as the person that you're in the ring with. The fact that she called it fake could be her opinion on it, but it's offensive to everyone that has had injuries, including myself. I've gone in the, I've been in the company six years without having a single injury, and then I ended up having a whole documentary based on the multiple concussions that I wasn't even sh- that I wasn't even sure I was going to be cleared to be get, getting back in the ring. Mm-hmm. So, kind of when someone does that, it's offensive. It's offensive to the girls that have worked their butt off, like you said, and get here's. Here is where I think we have an issue and I think
2: I think because that word fake has been thrown around so willy-nilly over the years and because people in the sport do suffer real injuries I get where they're coming from when it comes to fake but conversely let me read out to you Mrs Charlotte Flair's comment here I think some <laughs> and this is her tweet directly I
1: have a family. feeling so t- I'll was let you read it, but I was told this was actually around the mania time of their match, not recently, but go over with it anyway.
0: Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. We're a body, and we call that a body block. Take the fourth week off, and then start again. Choose a new body block each month. Have fun, avoid burnout, reach your goals that you're not going to quit on yourself today you win start a body block today visit body.com for a free trial that's B-O-D-I dot com you will fail so what everybody does it's time to redefine success meet body fun workouts and a week off healthy eating and indulgence liking yourself no matter what yeah you will fail we all will but we're not going to let that be the end you see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's B O D I dot com.
2: Can someone please remind Captain Badass here that her last two fights before coming to WWE ended, her with, ended with her unconscious and sobbing in the cage? Four years ago, you're untouchable. Now, not so much. You're a class act, like Ronda Rousey. Now, what's funny is that, I can tell you, infuriates me to hear and that's why I say it's fake because she's literally highlighted in her words here this woman ended up unconscious that's real that's fucking real this is a woman who collectively knocked out across six fights she knocked out six people cumulatively in under three minutes that's real and to get into that, this is a woman who was an Olympian. Shout out to Kurt Angle. And I don't take anything away from him. But what he did in the Olympics, guess what? Greco-Roman, real. What Ronda Roudy did with judo, real. This is a woman who put women's fighting on the map. People aspire to be like her. And she has changed the entertainment and sports industry. Charlotte Flair, as far as I'm concerned, for all of the talent she's got in the world, and I'll constantly say Charlotte is one of the untouchables of WWE because she's such a talent. Daddy helped her. No, 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 no. I'm not going to hear it. Daddy helped her get her foot in the door and then she worked off her own back. Her last name is Flair. That's just the fact. So for this, and I'm going to say it, this bitch to say that Ronda, who changed sport, she hasn't changed shit. Yes, she's part of the Diva Revolution. So was Paige. Lisa started it all off. China was the one who blurred the lines between men and women. Every single woman who's ever applied themselves in the WWE ring has in some way contributed to raising the bar for women, right? Charlotte's not some fucking on a mountain by herself. Right. Has she done it for sport as a... Would I, okay, you look at the sportsmen of the world. Serena Williams... Right up there with her is Ronda Rousey. Charlotte Flair doesn't get into that conversation. So Charlotte Flair, to quote the Great One, needs to know her role and shut her mouth.
1: Okay, the, the, the first thing I'm going to draw on is, as much as it helped to a degree, I will say, as being Charlotte Flair, she did come out as Charlotte and everyone knew she was extra, I'm not going to deny that. It doesn't always work. That is a guarantee. There are many people. Hulk Hogan's son. Ric Flair's son. I said she
2: made it herself. I said she got her foot in the door because of the name and made it herself. Let's not pick up on that. What my beef is isn't with what her fucking lineage is. My beef is the fact that she's pointing out the fact that this woman lost two fights, got knocked out and was crying. And the reason she was crying is because she knew that's the end of my career. Two knockouts in a row. And then proceeds to follow up with, you're a class act, which makes her about as classy as a fucking turnip. And turnips, in my so, opinion, are not very classy. So,
1: so here, here, here's where, and I'm not defending it. Um, here's where I'm going to bring in a touch of realism is, and it's going to hurt me to say it, but I remember hearing this on the radio. Um, Stan Collymore, um, UK football, for anyone who's there, talks about how any time he would go all around the world and hear people talk to him about football, they can agree with him, they could disagree with him. Sadly, it was the Arsenal fans that, when they got butthurt, would bring up his his checkered past with dogging and stuff like that. He goes, "It it always happened that these happen." Now, I have a feeling, and it doesn't make it right, but it's when you get butthurt, as you were, as you rightly put it, that you start to bring out stuff that j- you you use offence to aff- because of you been offended, and that two wrongs don't make a right. And this is where the problem lies to me, right? That I think the biggest problem, there are two problems why wrestling gets the biggest stick and people have their back up against the wall on it. One is the fact that when you first started in wrestling, let's go back to Rick's early days, right? Mm-hmm. It was the most protected, I'm going to call it sport because that's what they call it, right? It was the most protected form of entertainment, let's call it, that was out there. People didn't know the legitimacy behind it. Like, Is it real? Is it fake? People actually thought these matches were real and was going out there with it. It's predetermined, it's choreographed, it is whatever it is, right? Sure. The lid, sadly, by the click, and I love these guys, no one could, de- <laughs> could say shit about the click, they started to lift the lid. Bret Hart, with his whole argument, it started to reveal the, the, what a screw job is, even though you could still kind of blur the lines, and more and more as time went on, you start to realise that this thing is indeed not real. I'm not going to use the F word. However, If you break it down a touch more, let's look at Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, Tom Holland as Mm Spider-Man. No one ever goes out and continuously blasts people with that fake shit. How could you watch that fake shit when people watch Jersey Shore, people watch Made in Chelsea. These -hmm. shows are just about as as choreographed as it can be. But no, no, no. It's reality TV. Yeah, right.
2: There's a simple reason for that. Wrestling has... Wrestling for lo- for for all of its existence, let's say it was let, let however long it is let's let's take ten say hundred years for instance. I would say it's safe to assume that for seventy of those hundred years it was promoted as a sport, and it's the remain last more recent thirty years where it's become sports entertainment. You literally just said yourself the clip blew the lid off of it being a sport. So on that note that you are fighting against years and years and years of people thinking it's a sport, then being told, well, it's all fake. And people don't ever call it entertainment. The people who call it fake or it's not real sport, that's the usual one we hear, still see it as a sport. I don't think it's become widely accepted to be a form of entertainment the way that a movie is, as you've said, or the way that theatre is, or the way that scripted reality TV is. It you know hasn't think,
1: come to be accepted as that. Do yet. you know what I think confuses people over here in the UK for the part for its entire time? Where do you find WWE? Sky Sports. Sky Sports or BT Sport, and that's what. Conf- and I think it's through the confusion of that, and I think people get a lot of offence in it because. You always have to defend the fact that you like wrestling. And I think some people have this confusion that, they've re- that they were able to blow the lid off. And it's like trying to tell someone, oh, you know, Santa Claus isn't real. Like, well done. Well done. Do I bug you about whatever show you're watching? You've been watching Corey for the past 30 years. You see Steve McFadden and you call him Phil Mitchell. Mm. Why the hell are you arguing with someone over this? Now, here's my problem with this situation and where I think stuff needed to be addressed properly. Rhonda, for all that she's done, and I know you're going to... you're, I will let you use your line. I'm not going to use it for you. She had a fantastic UFC career. It Okay, last two matches weren't great. You've come into this world. You've loved this world. You've had to defend this world as much as we have as fans. Mm-hmm. Because the fans have turned their back on you, as much as you're like, I love this, you shat on it at the same time. Now, if you take something like Brock Lesnar, and I've had my arguments with Brock time and time again, but I respect the hell out of Brock. Brock you was can't on. Respect. Brock, has, Brock has been, do you know why, I'm going to put it out there now while we're talking Brock. <laughs> do you know why you guys boo Brock? Because you guys want more of Brock. It's as simple as that. I get, bored, I, I get hurt by Brock because I know the next big thing and what he does now isn't the same thing, but the guy is going through diverticulitis. Like he physically can't do it. He's not only got older, he's ill and he still puts on the show. That's why you guys boo him. And if you think I'm wrong, think about it and then come back to me. (laughs) Our platforms are there. At Ministry of Wrestling on Instagram. Hit us up. I'm willing to talk about it.
2: I'd I'd add to that and say I think the other reason that people boo isn't necessarily the boo's directed at him. It's boo's directed at the way he's booked.
1: But my thing is, is how much is it? Brock's a guy who likes to be at home more than he likes to be in the ring. Fair enough. But he still shows respect. And this is what I'm getting at. He went back to UFC. He kicked ass. He dominated. And like, so what are you going to do next? He's like, I'm going to SummerSlam. <laughs> like anytime they bring it up, he's like, we put on a show. We go out there and we put out our respect. Now, Brock has been booed. He's been cheered. Now, because it didn't go Ronda's way, she shat on it. That's where I'm like, as a professional, as someone who's come from the real sport, you should have been open to that. Um, I saw Dave Meltzer put out something that between her and Shayna Baszler, they saw it as, UFC were the worst fans in the world. WWE had the best fans in the world. And now that they turned their back on her, that's why she's venting. But I'm like, even if it was that, we're a year past it, Rhonda. Is it, was it really that bad to hold a couple of booths?
2: To be fair, the context of the whole, cause that came up on Steve-O's podcast. Yeah. His ride along. If you'd watched the whole thing, it wasn't such a blatant F the fans. Um, she went into quite great detail on it. There's, It didn't make sense, because in her eyes, she further, I don't say she solely legitimized, but she further legitimized and brought a sports aspect into sports entertainment, thereby validating it, giving it credit. Because there ain't no one on the planet who can tell me you're Wanda Rousey's fake. It's like, she'll
1: kill you. <laughs> she, she will literally kill you it's a tough one. It's a t- I, I, I get it. On that side, yeah, I get it. You know, don't get me wrong. We've had Mayweather, we've had this, but she put out a full year for that company. And for that, I respect her a lot and I thank her a lot. But you could, again, this is the thing. Sometimes if you pull out an extra, it's propaganda, isn't it? You know how to stir the fans. Don't get me wrong. I've been on her Instagram. I saw her talk something. I'd love to quote it, but it confused the hell out of me. That made me wonder if she was working it. She's like, who's the market? And what's a market? And it was like, what? <laughs> again, Hogan said to her, like, respect and she was punching up a Hogan doll at the time in the video there is a lot to it but there is a, a side that from someone who's been a fan and grown up with it as much as we have and I think with the highest respect to you she went beyond you in terms of it she came up around the same time as I did because she's a hot rod fan like she was in it from the early 80s like late 80s 90s choose your words a bit more carefully like you know what pisses the people off you didn't need to go there she done the same stuff McGregor done McGregor, you had to piss the wrestling fans off because she was like, Yeah, I'll do it right as well. I'm like, what? Because you got booed? That's where I got my side. And again, you know, there are guys like Scott Steiner who actually came from the industry. And when you're talking about Hall of Fame, <laughs> he's like, what, what was it I'll allow you to My pick? guy. <laughs> my guy, <laughs> Scott. Hit me with this one.
2: So, Scott Steiner, with this is before the Hall of Fame was announced this year. And they asked him, and you said he was bitter. I disagree. No, he is, but go, go ahead. I disagree. I think he may be better, but what he said was completely real. Um, when they said to him, are you sad about not being in the Hall of Fame? And he went, no, not in the least. The Hall of Fame isn't real. Am I thankful for the wrestling career I've had? Yes. Have I had some real injuries? Yes. Were the times I've had unforgettable? Yes. Would I trade them for anything? No. Do I regret my time in WWE? Absolutely not. But do I want to be part of something that's not real? The Hall of Fame, he said, it's not a building. It's not a lifetime achievement award. It's not like winning any type of legitimacy. It's an imaginative fixation in Vince McMahon's head. So you are essentially becoming the plaything of legend in one man's head, and he doesn't give a shit about that. I will get... Yeah, him. yeah, he'll be there in a few years. We all know that. That's he will fine. Be. Honky the, Man says that, the same and thing. He, and, he, and he'll be a hypocrite when he says it. But I'll tell you what, as and when he is brought into the Hall of Fame, which we both agree he will be, his words will still be true.
1: But, bro, here's my thing, right? And I agree with you, and you're good, I, I know your argument straight away. We have the Oscars. Yes, yeah. we have the Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah, 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 real place. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you are honoured by the Oscars. Okay, for the, so the Oscars have got a room. I get that. The Baths have got a building as well. But you are honoured for the work and contributions you have done to that sport. Now, essentially, so T-N-A- Albert, yeah, his contribution isn't big enough. I'm not. I'm not being offensive, but it's not. But yeah, bro, it's there not, are times
2: it's, it's not a legitimate right, right. way of recognizing
1: someone. Bro, right. bro. It, it's your, it's your, it's how much your legacy has been left on this game, bro. Not everyone no, has this left man. On it's on man. This man. Remember, it's in the
2: man's head.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no. no. But what? No. So, do you believe James Ellsworth is worthy of a Hall of Fame room?
2: No, but Vince McMahon clearly oh. does, and he's the only one who decides on this. It's not where the hell the, on a committee what, what, or something like you, is.
1: Where have you seen James Ellsworth's um, Hall of Fame, bro. Did you not see he was he
2: was nominated for this year? James Ellsworth was not in the Hall of Fame. I'll find it for you. Real talk. I'll find it for you. Ellsworth was gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Never, bro. He's not even retired. Stop. Stop now. Sending you a link right now. <laughs> it's-
1: I will find this for you immediately. No, 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 no. Don't, don't embarrass us on our return. No, 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 no. Because it was all over the
2: place. You know how, in the build up to the Hall of Fame, they do like the sort of shadow outline of people before Can they. Be out,
1: ready? my friend. What if those was James Ellsworth?
2: Finding this for you right now.
1: Someone was taking the piss. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Go Stay
2: with me. Anyway, you continue vamping while I find
1: Because I'm looking as well. I'm like, no way, because it's not going to happen. There, there was a legitimate... St- Listen, if you're going to tell me James Ellsworth is going to get in there, and there are guys from the 90s and the 80s who have still not made it in there, that is the absolute biggest crock of shit I have ever heard in my life. Hey, somebody someone who's Scott Steiner. Who? That would be... A honky-tonk man. <laughs> no, I'm not. Gr- Listen, I am just telling you that it cannot be done. He would not be in there. All I'm saying, <laughs> at the end of the day, Vince McMahon owns the biggest catalogue of wrestling. There are guys who have had a Hall of Fame induction and have never set foot in the WWE ring. Sting was honored because they own the catalogue, right? If you own the biggest catalogue in the history of wrestling, by all means, you could acknowledge guys for their contributions to the sport, to the form of entertainment. I won't call it a sport and piss anyone off right now, but anyone listening to this would see it as a sport, because you appreciate it as much as we do. But getting back to what I'm saying, TNA coming out with a Hall of Fame, and they've only been around for the better part of 20 years, that was crap. Christian going into the TNA Hall of Fame was something where I'm like, well, how dare you guys have a Hall of Fame and you barely built your own legacy? Mm-hmm. Christian actually not being in the WWE Hall of Fame tells me there is no chance James Ellsworth is in the WWE Hall of Fame because no, he has never been. They yet. didn't do the Hall of Fame this year, did they? No. Listen, I can list the names up wait. Oh my god, I can't believe we're actually having this as a discussion. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it for you and I'll post it on Ministry of Wrestling, okay? Uh, by all means. Who will be inducted in the Hall of Fame 2020? I'll
2: um, find it for you. Anyway, we need to move yeah, on because we have only got, got about ten minutes left.
1: left. Yeah. Okay. So we've done that. Now. Now here comes to the big one. Real, fake, entertainment nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Football is off. XFL is gone. As I said, football, boxing, UFC. Interestingly enough, we're going to be Biden Island, which I'm still not too sure how much I agree with that. But here we go. The WWE, I, uh, one of the main reasons why we held out before going back on Mania was we thought we might be doing a review and then find out that WWE is on hold. Then we don't have much to talk about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It then came out that WWE will be returning to live recordings. So raw that we have just seen with, we'll get we'll touch on that later, but they're continuing recording. Should they? even down to TV shows like EastEnders have held, held filming now.
0: Oh I, shit! Really?
1: Like, like they, instead of being four times a week, they've actually gone down to twice a week to spread it out,
0: just because they're not too sure how. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. We're a Body, and we call that a body block. Take the fourth week off, and then start again. Choose a new body block each month. Have fun. Avoid burnout. Reach your goals.
2: But you're not going to quit on yourself today.
0: You win? Start a body block today. Visit Body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com
1: and i'm sure there are U- U- uk soaps um us soaps out there and shows even the verse, i think is on hold why is the WWE still going should it still be going
2: oh it's a, it's a very difficult one um without knowing all the details it's very hard for me to answer that ethically do i think it should still be going Ugh, probably not um and that's, you know, with the bigger picture, look at the whole world here. However, in in the microcosm that exists within Vince McMahon's amazing world, do I believe that they've got the performance centre set up in a way that they can conduct things safely? Yes. And if the answer
1: is yes, why start? Okay, so over in the UK, I don't know what the US start is on this, but we have key workers only now as much as i appreciate the entertainment that you're putting out for us not key it's workers. key workers no exactly you're not key workers two the performance center by all means is perfect you don't live in the performance center you are traveling we are being advised to stay at home for a reason the, and it's not like it's everybody's based in
2: london or do we know this for a fact this is one of the points i don't know are we sure that bro um, staying there
1: Braun Strowman literally talked about the fact that he was driving. He had just about got home. Roman pulled out. And this is another thing is that people's safety is on the line. So much so that Roman Reigns had to pull out for his safety. And I totally backing anyone. 100%. Anyone who had a go at Roman Reigns online anywhere, you're a complete idiot and please unsubscribe now. I don't care if you're one of the 15. I don't care if you just click subscribe and you went back down and put us right back to 15. You cannot attack a man for putting his, his family and his own life before anything else. Keep no, him, form of you, you little toe rags, yeah. Like, I, I legit, if we went yeah. back down to zero because of that, I do not care. I, I fully stand behind Roman Reigns fully in what he done. And my my thing is, is that Braun Strowman was pretty much at home and was told the private jet's coming for you. Now, as much as it's Vince's private jet and it's beautiful, like, dude, there's a risk because these guys live, I mean, they've got families, they have families. You can't tell me that the Miz is committed. To staying away from Maurice and a newborn baby, as well as his other daughter, for all that time, just for the form of entertainment for us. It's not worth it. Uh, As I said, ethically,
2: I agree. Right. But it's very hard to add to that without knowing the ins and outs of how they've got it organised, of what's going on behind. At face value, do I think these guys should still be going? No.
1: I mean it helps we're here I appreciate the entertainment I I'm not blasting Vince and I get it for the guys who done it and I I believe they've been given the rights to not be there which leads me onto my very small review of Raw I believe this could be the why end of Raw, didn't see, yeah, end of Raw this could be why we didn't see Kevin Owens um but I could touch it a bit more last week we saw Bianca Belair leave NXT and join Raw to not be seen this week, she <laughs> was, seen this week. was she in this week she didn't no, she wrestle wasn't. but she was there she was there yeah okay yes yes you're right. okay but here we go here are the David
2: I'm mad i swear the street prophets came out that match didn't end then she came out and no, that was Vega. That, so that was, that last, was last week so that was last she was definitely there this week but she only made like a brief appearance in um backstage Well, it was it was it was promo stuff it wasn't actually wrestling
1: well I get it again it. it's for the safety of people and to be fair if she was in if she was in NXT she probably lives in Florida but here we go you can only limit it to a certain amount of people in there Kevin Owens has just beaten Seth Rollins at Wrestlemania yeah. Seth who I love and I'm not disputing Seth as a main event guy at any means and I Absolutely. love the program we're going to see of him and Drew yes. but what does that mean again when we're talking legitimacy of winnings and losses in wrestling if a guy gets destroyed at Mania and is now right in the main event picture I mean,
2: let, let me a- answer your question with a question. Do you think this would have happened if we didn't have the pandemic?
1: So my question, my biggest... I, in fact, one part of the pandemic that makes me grateful is I think we would have seen another rematch, which I really didn't want to see between Seth and Kevin, who I believe is with his family, and that's why we haven't seen him recently. Um, what I do believe, though, is that Seth would still probably have come up because he's heel. And unless he was going to turn Kevin's face, which I don't think so because they see him as hot property... Would've had a match between two faces that would have just torn the crowd and split the rising stock of either guy.
2: Yeah, it's not the right this is kind of what I'm thinking. It's like considering Kevin's stock has risen and Drew at the moment is on that untouchable level, had they put KO in the title picture, you've Drew's not losing that match. No. Drew's never losing that match to KO if it's his next title defence. That's just not happening. They've built him up for too many years now. Uh, And now we have another issue. So I guess the way to look at it would be is that, so you can't put KO in there because they, I believe that at some point they'll want to have the title back on KO if his stock keeps rising the way it does, right? Now they can't do that at Drew McIntyre's expense. They need to put someone against you who is perceived as a legitimate threat. They need to put a guy in there who can kind of work the angles and weasel his way in. Rollins makes sense. No, I'm, I'm all over it. I love and it. He's, and he's a big enough star that he can lose to Drew without his stock going down. I'm down. I'm down. So I'm down. it's kind of risk free. But, you know, you don't diminish Rollins because he's Seth Rollins. You further boost Drew because he's just beat Seth Rollins. You don't do damage to Kevin Owens because he didn't lose the match and isn't actually actively competing. Does it make for good long-form storytelling? No. <laughs> <laughs> does it does it protect each of the three wrestlers? Yes.
1: Here's a question, though. Talking about Drew, I was all over Drew, and I loved what he'd done at Rumble. Do you agree, though, that he should have kicked out a 3-4 F5 at Mania? To me, it was I- wrong.
2: I think the match should have been a lot more than just the finisher clinic.
1: Well, our pro- the problem I have with that, and we're just touching up on Mania very, very briefly as we close out, is you had your two main titles finish in exactly the same way. It was weak.
2: It was it, it weak. It was very weak. Now, I appreciate with uh, Bill Oldberg, yeah. they, ha- they, they have to do that because he's old. And Vince has finally seemingly realised that, hey, he can't hold a match anymore. Um, so I actually hope that's the last we see of him because he can't hold a match anymore. Well, do
1: you know what all I he
2: does like? is bury people and doesn't lead to anywhere because he's a part timer.
1: What I like is that it actually said when I read something, um, the Monster of Men among men stopped Bill Goldberg for good. When yeah. I read that, it caught a smile on my face. And to be fair, we can't not uh, we we've just talked about where Raw's going. Your thoughts on the Fiend versus Bray um versus Braun Strowman? Yeah,
2: mate it was self-fulfilling prophecy really because I, I i told you that you know there, there's unfortunately we're going to go over an hour here but there, there's a big there's <laughs> yeah. a bit there's a bigger picture going on here everyone was on board with braun, uh, braun being champ now for me his stock has been so low as of late so low like losing to Sami Zayn, losing to to Shinsuke and then beating Shinsuke. But everyone's like, oh yeah, he's done his time. Fuck that noise. Shinsuke Nakamura's done his time. How many fucking title losses has that guy done while another guy's stock grew? That man won the Royal Rumble and got skanked at Mania. Like if you were to look at The top 10 WrestleMania matches, which should have gone the other way. Sting Triple H is in there. Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles is in there. There's a lot of things in there, right? But Shinsuke Nakamura, Styles is one of them. Shinsuke's on his time. Now, I'm not using this as a a grounds by which to say should have been Nakamura and not not Strowman. Absolutely not. I don't don't agree with that. But I certainly don't abide to this whole, oh, Braun's done his time, therefore give it to him. No. Fucking Drew McIntyre has done his time. All right? That's what eleven years he he waited for that shit, maybe more. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, doing your take. time. I'm sorry, being the big guy who bitches people out and who has a bit of a run around the ring gimmick for a year and who does, I'm sorry to say, weak ass matches.
1: That's He's not, not the not, biggest
2: that's fella not doing your time. I I don't see in what like, now. That's just my reaction to the fans. You know, oh, he's done his time. Give it to him. No, absolutely not. I don't think that what I've seen of Braun in the last year equals a valid title one. Am I happy it happened because it means Goldberg's not the title holder anymore? Yes. Now, do I believe that Braun is literally just keeping the title warm while they right the wrong that they did at Crown Jewel? Yep. I think you're uh, going to see The Fiend as champion again very soon
1: okay here's okay i can agree with you in a lot of stuff because broad has been weak and they gave him an ic run i do believe though and him so dropping the IC title. No, no no but i think the ic run was to raise him a touch it wasn't a Miz run that by all means it wasn't an act run but i i think he was going to be that could have done with more uh, defenses in honesty personally speaking he deserved it don't get me wrong he could have done with more defenses yes but I think he was going to be back in the title picture. So I think after Roman had beaten Goldberg, we would have seen that. And then it would have led to the Fiend, which has me thinking Braun needs somebody before he got to the Fiend. He just needed that extra run. And because what this does, whether you agree with it or not, you said it, he's the initial Braun Strowman versus the past year of Braun saw the stock lower. This gives you a chance to raise him back up. You can drop the title but now you've got more than one contender at any given time. And that's what's missing in wrestling more than anything. Mm -hmm. You go back to the Attitude Era, you go back to the Ruthless Aggression Era, you would see Triple H drop the belt to Chris Benoit. There's still Randy Orton, there's still Shawn Michaels, there's still Hal Batista or John Cena available out there. Right now, it's like, he's dropped it, you can pretty much guess who's coming. And with a pandemic, yeah, it makes it limited on who's about. But we... A better well, run. I, I to be I would have raised
2: You're, you're going to have to say all that again. We had a terrible Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. There, so, right. in all honesty.
1: Yeah, in all honesty, I would have, I would do that. I would also have raised Shinsuke stock a bit more, because when people ask me who would I think, I was like, well, maybe Nakamura. Maybe now's the time. It was the first match. I was happy to see that. I would have done a. A, 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 a roundabout match. Let Shinsuke build his stock. Let people buy into Shinsuke again. He doesn't necessarily have to win, but he's he looks solid. Because you can understand him losing to Braun Strowman because he is the monster among men. But now you know Shinsuke is more than just an IC champ. It, it raises the stock of that whole artistic group that Sami Zayn's put together. You've got so much out there and it puts guys back at the top. That's the way I would have booked it. That's why I believe The Fiend, because I think The Fiend losing damages The Fiend, and Braun loses. They puts can't him right make back The, Fiend to the lose to Braun. That can't happen. So no. But it puts Braun right back into the abyss too quickly. And that's the problem I have with that angle on SmackDown. So which way do you see it going? I just think it was done too soon. I, I see The which Fiend way winning. Do you see going? I see The Fiend winning because I think with the highest respect to Braun, I'm happy for him. I cheered. I was over the moon about it. And I was like, you deserve it. I would have screamed it if the crowd was there. But... The damage has been done. We've just repaired Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has just been repaired. We cannot destroy the second coming of The Undertaker. Well, the third coming. You know, like <laughs> this entity that is the Fiend. Kane was something. This is the most that wrestling fans have been able to talk about, something in the WWE for a long time, from one person. Because everyone would be like, oh, what about The Shield? Yes, I love The Shield, you fools. <laughs> but this is the first time we could all buy into something. Of this that is an
2: Undertaker K-fabe. level.
1: Yeah, that kayfabe era, that mystique of something. Don't destroy it just yet. That's my Don't destroy it.
2: Uh, Ever, period. That that
1: would be ideal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. To be fair, Bray has said it. I don't know how long the fiend was to go, but that damage with Goldberg, people will be like, well, Rollins. Rollins didn't destroy him because they ended the match, right? And the fiend was still strong. They just finished. They fucked up on that match. I actually think that match was good. I'm the one
2: guy in the world who says that match worked because the fiend couldn't be beaten.
1: I'm talking the Hell in the Cell one, yeah? Yeah, he yeah, beat yeah. beaten.
2: The referee ended the match prematurely, which leaves, you know, if we're going with the kayfabe storytelling here, it leaves it open to interpretation of bad call by the ref. The Fiend didn't do anything wrong. He kicked out
1: before a one count on a curb stomp. I was like, oh, well, just like that, you've raised him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. And I just, this is how you raise people's stock, but I just don't want it like, Braun, it, it shows that he's repairable. But we can't kill the fiend and that's the reason no, I'm, like, to give it to the fiend. the fiend. Give it to the fiend. Um, I think we going to have a tougher book in because after Seth, where does it go for Drew? Before the fans get bored Randy. of him again. Ooh, played. <laughs> <laughs> very well played, Seth. Very well played. That could, that could be a very good program. That could be a very good program.
2: Randy, Drew could go for a few matches and that would be... Sir, that would be... Very good.
1: That's cool. That's cool. I'm down with that. I do like that. And I think that's a perfect way to leave people with a bit of food for thought until the next time, if you certainly agree, sir. Right by me. Cool. Well, I I'm gonna put my hand up and say I feel a lot more confident with this format than the previous one.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we we're gonna work on it. We're gonna try and get as much news as we can, more than a oh so this match happened and this was great and that was bad. Like talk about the product because that's what we talk about more than an actual match unless it's a hell of a clinic that we're gonna be like oh my god did you see <laughs> you know that which is kind of what we done with Firefly yeah, again, Fire Five House. Yeah. So again, Firefly fun house, yeah <laughs> it was a bit of a tongue twister there um so it may be weekly it may be monthly guys we're still working on it but we are definitely back um thank you very much spread the word spread the word as long as wrestling's about the silver screen dudes and the ministry of wrestling will still be about in one form of capacity or another for you sir anything you'd like to add
2: Yes, if you're also a movie fan, please make sure you listen to our far more distributed uh, <laughs> Movie Matt Rushmore podcast, which is now in its third season and uh, <laughs> is now in its third season and on coming up to close to 100 episodes.
1: Yes, 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 yes. It can't indeed, be far it, off. Indeed, indeed. No, I believe we're about five or six off. I'd have to double I check. It's that, I believe yeah, it's that close. It's oh, that shit. close. <laughs> and here it's twenty thousand subscribers guys. So for your elders, for those of you thinking these guys can only get fifteen, we do numbers. <laughs> Not huge, but we're getting there. So hopefully you will join us on this journey and we will we will be challenging the the, the movie Mount Rushmore. Yeah very shortly
2: And um as and when we fully apply ourselves to this we'll start to distribute this podcast on all platforms okay. because I believe for the moment it's only available on iTunes, but it's going to become available on all podcast platforms as and when we've got content up.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but yeah. in the meantime, uh, this is something you're managing. Please be sure to follow the ministry of wrestling page on uh, Instagram.
1: Yeah, Instagram and Facebook. I will be copying it. I need to just remind myself to. I might do that thing where you just post to both, just in case you prefer Facebook over Insta. Um, No, we will be posting our content there. Any news? Put a couple of questions out there, just whatever we can think of. Just our way of appreciating a sport that we have loved for the longest while. Um, No, guys, thank you very much. How dare you? (laughs) Bringing it right back. (laughs) How dare you? All right. For the form of entertainment, wrestling, which yeah. appreciate appreciates as a sport, as a form of entertainment. It's something that we are passionate about. We will continue to discuss till one of us doesn't breathe anymore or till the, <laughs> the sport is <laughs> ended for some reason. So, um, guys, thank you very much. Spread the word because we do need more than 15 and we will be bringing more than four episodes <laughs> this time around. Yes. Until the next time, I am the 1AJ Anthony Jordan. I'm Nicola See, See ya.
0: You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success, meet body, fun workouts and a week off, healthy eating and indulgence, liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will, but we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.